Hey everyone, my name is Chris. Welcome to Chris Talks, where I talk to people who inspire me and inspire others. Alright, so this week I'm talking to Mad Films and Kelvin Draws about struggles of being in your environment, things that you can do to get better at it. But before we get into it, don't forget to subscribe or follow to my podcast. If you enjoyed last week's episode, post it on Instagram and tag me and use the hashtag Chris Talks. Your feedback is really, really appreciated. Introduce yourself. Kelvin. Um, I draw. You guys might see on Instagram. Really big there. Um, I live in Brownsville. Used to live in Ridgewood. Don't got gentrified. But, um, <laughs> yeah. Um, my name's Mark DeJesus. Um, my artist name is Mad Films. And uh, I live in Bushwick, Brooklyn, New York. And then my name is Chris, and I live in the Bronx. <laughs> Just the Bronx. the Bronx. I live in the general area. I've never heard anyone say the Bronx in such a like excited tone. The Bronx. <laughs> uh, you'll be surprised. I know a lot of people who are proud to live in the Bronx. Like, I'm that's wrong with the Bronx. I didn't say that wrong. See, that was you. No, you but like right? they, they're, very, they're very like. <laughs> All right, let's get back to All right. So, like, explain some of your struggles of being creative in your environment. So, like. One of the things that I feel tends to happen to me a lot when I first started and like when I was younger is I got made fun of for doing something that I liked. Okay, wait, what was it? Like for me? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's if, if in general, like I used to like playing Yu-Gi-Oh when I was younger, I got made fun of doing that. Let's say if I started doing photography, when I started doing photography and I would like lay down on the floor and get shots. And like it would be amazing shots like that I haven't seen anyone else do. Yeah. But they'll be like, "Oh, you're dirty because you're on the floor and doing things like that." Yeah, yeah. So it's like certain things like that. Like, tell yeah. some of your experiences. Okay. Well, uh, you. Uh, no, no, actually, you go, you go. All right. Well, um, definitely, I feel like that happens a lot to younger people. Um, especially like in an environment where they're surrounded by family members and stuff and they're starting to do what they want to do or like something that interests them you're gonna get a lot of judgment from family members and friend like friends that don't typically see you doing a certain thing and I feel like when you're young it's it's very likely that you're gonna feel that judgment because you know, when we're young, we're very dramatic. <laughs> and we're always, like, feeling a, a type of way and insecurities come up and all that. So I feel like it's really heightened at that point. Uh, when we don't know what we're going to be when we grow up, what we're going to like, what we should do, or what we should do to fit in. And so uh, I feel like that is the biggest struggle when you're looking into something new that you want to do, like a new hobby or something that you want to pursue you have this whole uh fear of how people perceive you and how people are going to look at you for doing that but the thing that a lot of people don't realize is that you need to you know go for it and then just dabble in that field and see whether or not you're good at it or not and yes you're going to get that judgment but it's completely normal you know so that's how I, like, my personal experience, like, when I started my YouTube channel, 
um, when I was like, oh, I'm gonna do vlogs, like, I, I used to get told by, like, my close friends, like, you're not important, why are you doing vlogs? Yeah. And, like, like, to me, I was like, ouch, like, damn, why you tell me I'm not important? But it was it, at some point that uh, critical feedback was true, like, no one knows me like that, like, it's not like I'm a well-known YouTuber that could do a vlog and everyone is so intri uh, interested and captivated about the, their life or my life. And so when I first started doing it, I was just doing it to do it though. And it took me on this whole journey of why am I doing this? What do I enjoy about filming? And then I found myself liking film and taking shots and editing and so it, it became this hobby and now I want to be a director and a curator like that evolved and without that critical feedback I feel like it's needed but it is hard to swallow sometimes it definitely is hard to swallow because um, you get the people that you love or the people that you see every day look at you in a different light like oh he's changing and it's cringy if anything like I, I feel like that's always been like shunned like seen on me like when I did my very very first video with my best friend Julian in in the video I say yo I'm finally doing this it's probably cringy and stuff like that and I'm talking to Julian I'm like you're probably cringy at the fact that we're gonna do this but it's all right and I, I made that aware because that's exactly how I was feeling I was feeling like it was a big like it was a big obstacle I was overcoming of this huge judgment and like when people played my videos in like other people's houses I was like no don't play it don't play it like don't do it I'm just testing the waters but you know it needs to happen so that you learn what's your weakness and what's your strength so yeah anything you want to add on to that Calvin <laughs> well I mean we're talking about like you know like being kind of made fun of when you're like mm -hmm. younger for be having that like smart and not smart creative ambition mm -hmm. um no that really got me thinking into like like culture wise as in like you know we're all spanish here so you understand like, like well hispanic oh hispanic my bad <laughs> so, like hispanic parents aren't like the best at like seeing like or understanding like creativeness yeah because like they're always about like you know protect your family get the money, do this, do that, go to school, get the education. But, you know, when it comes to you being like, you get into a hobby like drawing or like shooting or doing videos, like, you know, they they look at it as, oh, you're just doing it for fun. Like, it's just not, yeah. it's not that big of a deal to you. Like, they, but they don't understand like how much it means. So, you know, they'll tell you, oh, put that shit to the side, you know, do your homework or like put that shit yeah, to the like, side. Drop it. Like, you're Come not gonna help make me. Money. Yeah, like, that's not going to get you anything. Like, luckily, like, I had, my, my mom was very supportive of it. So, it was like, she would always buy me, like, the brushes. She would always buy me the cameras that I needed. Anything that I wanted to push, like, art out, she was always the woman to, like, push it out of me. Like, and I found that very odd because, like, if you think, like, the way my dad raised me, it was more like, no, like, well, that's nothing. That's not going to get you money. You need money. Money, 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 money. Mm -hmm. So it's like that kind of I feel like for a while scared me away from like you know being really aware of your creativity and like using it in your life because it just makes you so like free. 
Do you ever feel like your parents put their insecurities on top of you? Oh. <laughs> okay. One thing, like when you talk about like psychology and like especially child psychology, like when you're born and like when you're being raised, it always comes down to like what your parents taught you. It's always the parents' fault. So it's like obviously if your your dad like gave up his fucking dream to be a painter when he was two years old because his dad like kicked his like paint <laughs> set and told him to go clean platano trees like obviously that's gonna stick with him for life and he's gonna put that like on me like i don't know if that was the actual story mm-hmm. but like you know there comes people that realize oh shit you know i missed that part of my life which i w- that's probably what happened with my mother like maybe she was like you know, I used to draw when I was smaller. Like, I, I used to love to do that, but life caught up to me. I had kids, I had this, I had that. And she kind of, like, let it go. So maybe, in a sense, she saw that in me and was like, mm-hmm. you know. So, like, you I'm, felt like she pushed you to Yeah, she's like, I'm going to feed that. Because that's, like, that's beautiful. Anything and, you want to add on to that? Um, well... <laughs> like, how about your parents? Like, did they push you towards, like, being creative? Well, yeah, or? my, uh... My family situation was complicated uh, because uh, my family, when I was younger, they were really like together. And then as everyone grew up, it's sort of like everyone went on their separate ways and their separate paths. And we didn't have as many uh, uh, family meetups anymore. And so it was really my mom who was there for me most of the time, uh, where my father just constantly went to work to provide and stuff. And, um, and as, as a teenager who my parents, uh, broke away from each other. And so like, I relied on my mom a lot, um, for a lot of things. And I love my mom so much. And so she saw that when I started acting in high school, that I really liked it and that I really wanted to pursue it. I, I, I was convinced I wanted to be an actor. I wanted to go to college for acting. And she was like, all right, we'll do it. And she came to my show. She always supported me. And she gave me that motivation. Like, you're such a good actor. And afterwards, after the shows, people would come to me and my mom like, oh, your son's such a good actor. Oh, oh. And so I had this huge motivation to continue what I was doing. And my mom was all for it. There was no uh, barrier for me. And... I have that privilege because I know there's a lot of people who have those barriers where their parents are like, no, you need to become a doctor or you need to become a mathematician because you need to become an architect or, like, because you need that money. And so it's really unfortunate. And fortunate for me, I didn't really go through that. Right now I am a little bit where my mom is a little bit worried on what my career is going to be and all that because... Yeah, I, I am taking on a, a path of a more creative uh, job, and it's not stable income at all. I would have to get a part-time job and all of that. And so I feel like that's the big struggle. It's like worrying about money and worrying about um, uh, how you're going to provide for yourself and the people around you. And so as a parent, it's really like... It's scary to see your child fail, and that's true, but I feel like uh, as long as that child is pursuing what, they're lo- what they love and they're 100% sure about that, 
it's gonna become something. It's gonna develop into something. And let's say they get to where they don't want to get. Let's say their path does sort of feel like it's failing. As long as they experience that and they learn from it, they could do what they need to do to get back on track. And so for me, my family is really open on me being creative because I had a bunch of artists in my family already. Like my sister was an artist, my cousin's an artist, my uncle's an artist. And so there's a lot of creative people in my family. So everyone was like, yeah, yeah, do it, do Wait, it. So, uh, I want to know, because I knew that. I knew that your sister was an artist. Yeah. Life, but like, from your side of the family, do you feel like there's I, anyone I that's on that path? Until, until yeah. recently, like, nobody in my family is really creative or anything like that. Yeah. Everybody has, like, they, they either have a trade or they have, like, uh, they have their college diploma, like a uh, bachelor's or whatever. Yeah. And, like... I feel like I'm the only one who's creative, and I, I just started getting support from them. Yeah. But when I was growing up, I didn't get any support. It was like, you're going to go to school, you're going to do your homework, you're going to do this, just like you. Yeah. But, like, it was just, okay, what do I like doing? Because I don't like doing math homework. I don't like these other things. I like science. I like doing these other things. And I felt like I was in trap. And, like, I didn't figure things out until, like, I became, like, in my 20s, I started figuring out, okay, this is what I like doing, this is what I want to do, and now I'm going to figure out how to do it. And until recently, I didn't really get a lot of support or things like that. Like, for example, like, I don't know, maybe for you, like, you probably, like, oh, no, a better example is you because your mom gave you cameras, yeah. gave you things, and, like, until I finally got a job when I was 20, then I started buying the things, and then buying the cameras, and buying the gear, buying the audio equipment that I need. Yeah. And figuring out, like, okay, this is what I need. This is what I need to buy. This is what I need to do. Yeah. Like, these are the proper steps I need to take. And then figuring out those things and then learning from YouTube and other things like that. Yeah. Hmm. Cool. Yeah, I feel like the, the only thing my mom actually gave me was my phone. And recently, she's helped me chip in for my laptop. So that's, like, recently, she's like, oh, yeah, you, you know, you need it. Um to make better content for, you know, school purposes and just to have your, your own laptop, you know? Is and your mom watching your your content? Um, yeah, she watches it. She Like on her own? Like, like I, I usually send her a link or to notify her that yeah. I, I posted something. But so she looks at everything. But yeah, she watches it and she's like, oh yeah, I'm proud of you. Like she makes it subtle, but like when it's, when it's something family related, like right now I'm working on a family video, She's like, I want to see it. I want to see it. But when, <laughs> when it's like a skating video, she's like, oh, yeah, good work. And I'm like, all right. But, like, I think she knows what I'm capable of. She's seeing me grow. So, And I actually recently had a conversation about how passionate I am about this. Mm -hmm. And it seems like she was worried about it because I haven't talked to her a long time about, like, what I'm planning for my future. Yeah, it's and crazy I, that you have those kind of talks with your mom. Yeah, I, I mean, I have to because I, I see her every now and then talking to me like, oh, when are you going to get a job, a better job, and, and stuff like that, trying to be like a role model. And I'm like, mom, don't worry. I have this whole plan. And sometimes <laughs> I don't, I'm not on front with her, so sometimes I do have to sit down and be like, this is what I'm planning, okay? <laughs> to reassure, like, no worries. <laughs> Everything's going to be okay. I'm not going to be a, a mama's boy all my life, <laughs> you know? Um, but recently I, I talked to her about it. She's like, you know, although she is worried because she's like, oh, you know, I just don't want you to be, you know, stuck in bills and all. I'm like, yeah, I know. Um, but 
she she's she's really supportive. She sees that there's potential in uh, what I do because how passionate I am yeah. and how determined I am. And uh, I I just feel like if anyone feels like there's a conflict with family or hardware or motivation or just judgment, they need to continue to do it despite that in order for everyone to gain that trust that, okay, you're really serious about this. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like it's just, that's how it is. Like You need to gain that respect. You need to gain that trust as you continue to do it. And you need to show how passionate you are in order for you to have that privilege eventually for people to help you out. For people to uh, take you serious and for people to have faith in you, you know. Cool. Okay. <laughs> like, uh, so pretty much one of the things that I also struggle with is like fitting in. Like you gave an example of like when you first started doing your videos and like it was cringeworthy and like having the camera up in front of you. <laughs> like I struggle with that even to this day, and I I would want someone else to hear like another person's opinion about that struggle and like i don't know if, it, if you have that struggle also hey i'm the one probably with the biggest out of all of you guys because <laughs> i like you know if you look at my content i never talk in it i don't no. <laughs> it's like and i talk a lot <laughs> you guys know i don't stop talking but it's like i'm still haven't broke that barrier of okay i i'm gonna start like spreading my voice out there putting my face in it more which is, I'm super proud of you guys, because from, like, the <laughs> beginning to, like, where you are now, like, you were scared to talk to camera, now you have, like, a podcast and you do everything. <laughs> yeah, you just talk better. Like, I, I, I'm pretty sure before you didn't even want to hear your voice on the camera. Yeah. Like, now you actually fucking listen to it, and you out here, like, talking to the camera like you're a fucking pro. Like, <laughs> well, it, for me, it's definitely still there. Um, just not as prominent. Like, I feel like in order to get rid of that fear, you just need to be proudful of yourself. Like, you just need to be you like, be I'm just going to for one yeah, second. You really have to be cocky. Yeah, you're right. One <laughs> second. Just give yourself that one moment and be like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's me. <laughs> that's literally what you have to do. Because I, like this weekend, I did this whole family video for a Halloween thing. Like, it, it was my mom's birthday. I was like, you know what? I'm going to film because it's going to be fun. Yeah. Um, and so it was my family. So I'm comfortable with my family. But then it was like, people I don't know as well, because my mom's boyfriend's family. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, it's people I don't know. They don't know me at all. Like, this is the first time they see me. Yeah. And I'm walking around with a camera, like, like crouching and like, you know, using my muscles and trying to get that nice shot. I'm, I'm asking them to like, uh, you know, stand in a particular way, do stuff. And I feel like to them, like in my mind, I'm like, damn, they're probably looking at me like, who is this guy? Like, who is this guy? Like, what, what is he doing? Like, yeah. he, he's, he's in a costume, just like moving around this camera. And I'm, I'm sure they knew, oh, he's, you know, recording and stuff. But they still don't know what I'm, <laughs> what I'm capable of doing. And yeah. so when talking to them and approaching them, I'm just like, uh, well, I, I, I was wandering every now and then, like, yeah. hasting, like, when should I approach them, yeah. when should I ask, like, I, I'm still sort of scared of, like, the, yeah. uh, the judgment and stuff like that, but part of me was just like, you know what, why am I doing this, like, it was really hard, yeah. yeah, like, it was really hard, there's, there's people that I didn't even record, and I feel terrible, because I was scared to approach them, yeah. and I don't know why, like, but even so, there was half of me doing that, and then half of me was like, screw it, and I, just introduce myself, say what I did. Mm -hmm. Some people were cooperative, some people were 
sort of awkward, mm-hmm. but I understand that, you know? Um, and so that's definitely still prominent for me, even when doing skating videos. Uh, it's, it's sort of breaking, I'm, like I'm breaking that mold. It's yeah. probably already broken because all like my skating friends know what I do now. Yeah. But in the beginning, like when I took photos and took videos, I never really directed people to do anything. I sort of took shots in the moment yeah. or waited for, uh, the, uh, my friend in the team, he does the Instagram post, uh, his name's Yak, we call him Yak. And so, um. He usually like directs shots and I just take videos of those shots. I never directed it myself. And so I would always take in the moment shots and make a video of it. And so eventually I got to the point where I came up with my ideas because I was like, you know what? They know what I do. Why am I hesitating? And literally you, you don't need this whole like step of hesitation. You, you could just go on and do it, but it just naturally happens. You know, because we are, we're our biggest barrier in terms of, uh, uh, I can't, I can't even, I don't yeah, know. I exactly. like you, 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 you know, I get it, I get it. Like, you know you, I mean? you, you're the one who's stopping yourself from doing exactly. something. Exactly. Yeah. So, like, the one thing, this is the one quote that I really love, is don't ask for permission, ask for forgiveness. Yeah. Okay. So, it's like, instead of, like, uh, like the person who I heard it from, uh, what they were doing was, they were recording, like, of their top five favorite restaurants in Los Angeles. And when they were recording it, they would just walk into the restaurant, record, record everything that was going on, but they wouldn't like be disrespectful and go behind the counter or anything like yeah. that. And then one of their favorite restaurants kicked them out. And they were like, well, we charge like $3,000 for this and we're doing it for free. And you kicked us out, you're no longer our favorite restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> like, and it was just more of like, why do I have to ask permission if I'm doing something for you for free? Yeah. And like it, it's just like the thought process behind yeah. it, but that's like I get it. Like, why are you asking? Like, you shouldn't ask for permission. You should just record. If anybody has a problem with it, they should just tell you. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like the permission part though. It it does come every now and then when you do take a shot that you want to be a certain way. Yeah. Like, if you want a certain action to be like. If you want someone to do something in specifics mm-hmm. and some people are afraid of that I've been afraid of that and I still am sometimes like I'm like uh, <laughs> like uh, do I want you to because even I talked to my uncle about you guys seen it but I did an intro to this video like a skit with the news reporter, right saying oh this is what's happening or whatever right and me telling him the whole skit he was looking at me and nodding his head like, yeah. And he seemed really disinterested. And I was like really passionate about it. Yeah. I was like, you know what? It sounds cringy right now, but I'm going to show you later and it's going to be really good. And I showed him and he was like, yo, damn, you're right. It, it, it didn't sound as good. Yeah. And now like the way you took it and what you said, mm-hmm. it's really funny. It's really good. And I was like, you know, this is just one of the examples of how... Some people won't 100% get your vision until they see it. Mm-hmm. And so you just need to go for that envision, you know? And, like, they might... Some people might not like what you do. <laughs> like, it happens. But, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 like... I was thinking about it, and I was just like... Alright, do you feel like... 
sometimes you don't fit in with your family. Like you gave that perfect example of like when you talk to your uncle and he didn't understand it until you showed it to him. Yeah. Do you feel like you're an outcast sometimes and you're not there? What do you mean not like, there? Like uh like everybody's together but like nobody's understanding you? Um sometimes. Not all the time, because I, I feel like at the end of the day, I'm going to prove to everyone or just show them what I mean mm-hmm. or my vision on things. Um, and so there, yeah, I say yeah, actually, because even my, like, my father doesn't even know 100% what I do, and that's because I just don't show him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, you know, I, I don't see my father a lot, but when I do, it's like, like, I have really fun with him like a lot of fun and so um like last time i talked to him he was like so uh what you've been doing and i'm like well i've been like creating videos doing skits you know taking photos editing just getting my experience in it you know i'm getting good sort of and he was like oh okay but i'm like you're saying oh okay but (laughs) like i I wish i could just show you it so you could be like prouder you know And that doesn't even only go for my father. Like, that's my parent. Yeah. You could get deep with like, ooh, what? You're not uh, making your father proud? No, it's not any of that. Like, me and my father are tight. But it goes for everyone. Like, I feel like even my friends and stuff, they're like, oh, I'm like, oh, you watched my new video? No, we'll get to it. I, like, did you see my new post? What do you think? Oh, we'll get to it. So I'm like, all right, you know, what I have to do is just continue to post and get more to see it is gonna see it yeah and who wants to see it is gonna see it and eventually those people are gonna come back and be like wow you progressed a lot (laughs) like i'm like we're proud of you now and yeah so i i do feel like i am sort of like an outcast sometimes because my family doesn't get my vision they don't get what i do until they actually see it themselves you know Mm -hmm. um and so there is that disconnect of my mind versus their mind because sometimes I just don't have time to have a long conversation with my family members or my friends about what I do, about how I feel, about like the purpose of, of my art and my creation. Um, and so sometimes you just have to show them the art and the creation for them to get it. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> Anything you would like to add on to that? Or? Uh, I mean, I, he talked about so many subjects. That I completely <laughs> forgot the question. <laughs> it was like uh, fitting in and like how you feel like an outcast sometimes within like your family or things like that. So, um, look, I've been, I learned to like start surrounding myself with like the people I need to surround myself with. Mm-hmm. So like, like my parents are supportive now of like this craziness that I'm doing so they're you know like I keep them there because it's like that's good for me I have my family and then my friends like I we touched on this before but it's like you know I tell myself if my friend is not like showing you any like you know motivation or like enjoying your content or what you're putting out it's like do you really need them there? Because they're not helping you progress that. Mm-hmm. But if you do have friends, like, you know, like I see you two as, it's like, we're going to be here. We're all, we all, like, respect each other's crafts. Mm-hmm. We know that we have crazy ambitions, but, like, we still help each other push that. It's like, that's what I learned to keep that. Because anything else is just, you'll be falling into society like everyone else. Yeah, I feel like that's really important. Um, 
you do need those people who get your craft though because you like friends and family they're really important but they uh, won't sometimes really understand yeah sometimes and that could be a really really uh that could just be such a setback for you and it could really demotivate you mm-hmm. and uh you you can't let it demotivate you that's the thing uh you just need to continue doing what you need to do and surrounding yourself with people who do similar things to you or get your way of thinking is i feel the best way to do that because even like yesterday i was like oh i need to edit this video i'm probably gonna just do it tomorrow because i'm gonna be surrounding myself with creators <laughs> like you know because i like everyone loses that motivation at times and they need that wake-up call from people who know what they do you know and uh sometimes family and friends you know they love you they support you but they're not going to understand 100 because they're thinking of you as how they know you like your inner inner you or the old you or the kid you you know um so they might not understand it because you're constantly changing as a creator you're constantly changing like new things come at you all the time and your purpose is different all the time and so they might not understand it 100 because they're just used to a singular aspect of you you know do you feel like being an outcast has helped you surround yourself with people who are also creators? <laughs> um, yeah. I feel like, uh, wait, restate that? Being an outcast, has it helped you find people who are also creators and like surround yourself with people who are creators? Um, an outcast surrounding us. Yeah, I, I'd say so because the more you stay away from those who you know yeah you love and they support you the more that you realize you need people to help you out in what you do yes. you know you need those friends who can motivate you and sometimes you know your family can't do that i feel like that's it's it's, it's a demotivation but it is a motivation mm-hmm. to surround yourself with the people you need to surround yourself with and make connections and start doing things like for me anytime I talk to you and I tell you any ideas that I have for a video is like a great talk but I know I can't have that conversation with my dad I can't have a conversation like that with my sister or anyone and then if I tell them the idea or anything they wouldn't understand and like it it actually has helped me like surround myself or like talk to people who are actually doing the same thing and it's very weird because for me like I only respect the opinions of people who are doing it yeah. Yeah. If that, so like, if I, I had the I had this conversation with one of my friends the other day, and pretty much I had someone who was like trying to become a rapper, and he he laughed at one of my videos, and I didn't know if I should take it as a negative or a positive, but I was just like, why do I care about what he says? And like, I've known him since I was younger, but I was just like, well, you asked me for a music video, so like, why are you laughing at my video that I'm putting out content? But you haven't released a new song in like five years. Jeez. <laughs> at one point, I was like, that's how I would like come at people. Like whenever I just wanted to talk shit to someone, I'd be like, that's why you haven't posted in a week. <laughs> <laughs> I posted yesterday. You did it. <laughs> like it's like I for us to have those conversations. 
Like, I know it gets us with our blood flowing every time someone's, like, when I say it to you, because you're just like, fuck, I really do need to put on content. <laughs> but, like, for example, like, guys like that guy, he probably has an Instagram, got, like, 9K followers, posts one fucking selfie a month. Like, he's not, you know, being as consistent as, like, you are, and that's why you're learning, you know. You're learning through trial and error, and that's why you're going to get better. And he's just going to be asking you to do a video. But it's like, he doesn't even have respect for the craft. Yeah, that's... Do you ever feel like the people in your environment or around you don't respect your craft whatsoever? Um, you know, I just feel like a yes and no. Because there's just different mindsets, you know? Exactly. Um, some people only worry about fame. And they don't realize that... Uh, the meaning and motivation behind things are what's really important. Um, because if you go about uh, doing something in a certain way, depending on how you do it, depends on what's going to happen in the end. Even if it's a hit or miss, like you can make the best song ever, it's going to be like the top hits for a whole year. But if you're not continuing to, if you're not doing that consistently with a different, like with a actual genuine goal in mind of ambition and motivation for yourself uh, to develop more and you're worrying about your old work instead of, and how your old work was got you fame you're not gonna really get anywhere and so that's how I see people yeah. like judging if, if you're judging someone's art <laughs> what are you doing like you could judge it and stuff like that and say oh you know critical feedback or whatever but if you're doing it to boost your own like clout it just Cause it's just you're in the wrong mindset. One, <laughs> one thing like I've learned to realize is like everyone's famous for a reason, especially like if you think about like the biggest, most famous people. Think about the most famous movie director, most famous like photographer, most famous artist. Like what did they do to get them that fame? And it was like they they created a style in, in that piece of like that medium, and like they changed it, they innovated it by being different. And that brought them all the like fame and stuff like that everyone else craves. But it's like, like he was saying, like you know, you can have that craze to be famous, but it's it's the actual doing that's gonna get you there. Yeah, and I feel like it's, it's like you gotta be in love with the craft, not what it comes with. Yeah, I mean there are exceptions. I'm telling you, there are people who do things or they create, and their intentions are only about fame and money and they make it and they continue yeah. to make it i don't want to cut you guys off but we swayed way off the we did, we did. <laughs> but, no 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 let's not even let's, not, let's just bring yeah. it back let's bring it back well to bring it back it was the original question was like being an outcast with other people wait sorry uh how <laughs> sorry. i just lost track um <laughs> all right pretty much it was like other people who don't respect your craft and like being in, in your environment like your like the people okay. around you or like the the way you grew <laughs> up or everything like that uh, to bring it back i feel like the the reason why i saw it straight off was I'm, I'm talking directly to like an artist to artist comparison like mm -hmm. let's say i don't respect your craft you know and i feel like if an, another artist is going to disrespect another artist's craft, uh, it's just, 
<laughs> I, I feel like it doesn't make sense. It's just bad creation, yeah, <laughs> creation should be like a community, mm-hmm. a, a positive community. It, it shouldn't be competitive. And sadly, society has made it competitive, you know? Mm-hmm. And so when it's not an artist who is judging your craft, that's your audience. You know, those are your fans, if anything. And so, um, um, what was the question for it? <laughs> Dang, I just lost track. Because <laughs> we're, talking, we're talking about a lot of things here. <laughs> oh, man. You jerked away so much. <laughs> I don't know. No, this is, this I think is, I, I was going to go with... This is a glitch in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ultimate glitch. I was going to say, like, for those people who aren't, like, the artists... I feel like that should be like the critical feedback you should be, you should be going towards. Like you should sort of listen to that. Like if you want to go for your own style, go for your own style. But when someone who's a fan gives you feedback, listen to it to an extent. Like because that's genuine feedback if anything. That's your audience telling you, "Hey, this is good or this is bad or I don't enjoy it or I do enjoy it." Or this is what you could touch upon. If it's another artist, you have to know their uh, their intentions and why they're doing their art before you could get that critical feedback and change. So I feel like that whole criticism is really valuable, you know? And so I, I hope I answered the question. <laughs> That's where I was going with it. I okay. hope I answered it. <laughs> you want to add on to anything? Uh, I, I think Mike said it all. <laughs> Oh man. I don't know, it's just I can't take like at, at this point in my life, I just can't take anyone serious from my environment unless you do the same thing I do or you're also putting in the same effort in creating something. Yeah, and I agree with that. Because it's like I don't know, it's just I can't take someone serious if you're not putting in the hard work or anything like that. Like you don't understand what I'm doing. Yeah, and, but again, you do need to listen to the a majority of like some of those people that don't do anything because that is your audience like some people just I mean, like to watch other people's work and I, that's what well doing. i disagree with that because um when you think about like all right someone's not doing anything like that means their creative light bulb is just off like yours is on and shining yeah. and they're looking at it and they like what could they possibly have to say that's like any better than i'm not you? saying because like, it's like well, it should be the other way, you know, like us, like people that are creative, like we should be helping other people be creative because it's such a like a yeah. huge yeah. thing. Yeah. But it's like their feedback is like, all right, yes, you should listen to this stuff, but not, not, yeah, not too much. I'm not saying like listen to them in terms of like their ideas and stuff yeah. like that, yeah. but you need to know what the general populace feel, uh, how they feel about your work. And that's your audience. You Got know? it. All right. Yeah. Like you, you have, you like have people you who have are different. fans of you. Exactly. Like you should listen to what they want. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Like a, a good example is like someone, a fan of yours, <laughs> they wanted like you to paint something for them. Yeah. And then after that, you were like, oh, maybe I should start doing more paintings and selling them. Yeah. Exactly. And then when you listen to artists and, and their feedback, it's a different thing. Like you have to treat those two. Uh, critical feedbacks as two different things to listen to 
one's focusing on criticism, the other's focusing on like your true progress, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so you need to find that balance in between of taking criticism and then improve from there. But you can't be too hard on yourself. You always have to be proud of what you're doing, you know? Do you feel like there are enough people who are like creatives and trying to do things like that in your environment? But do you feel like there's a, a youth center, an outlet where you can go and like draw and have your work done? Like you can do your work? No. I don't think there's enough. <laughs> yeah, and in such an urban environment, you would think, oh yeah, there's a bunch of places. But even if they are places, you know, I feel like it's not marketed well or the environment, like something's wrong with the environment or the people there. For teens, I feel like there's a lot uh, to grasp upon that when you're in school and stuff like that and you get programs and you get free programs, yeah. photography 101, like art programs and stuff like that. That is everywhere for teens. Mm-hmm. For adults, it's well, just actually, like, eh. I don't, I don't want to touch too much into it, but, like, for example, like, low-income areas, especially here in, like, Brooklyn and the Bronx possibly, too, they don't, like, they don't have fundings for, like, those kinds of things anymore. Like, a lot of schools don't have their art class. They don't have music. They don't have, like, you know... I mean, photography, yeah. like, it's, most schools that get it is because they have some kind of yeah. partnership with some company, but that's also a huge thing, that's why our community lacks so much, like, people being open about their creativity and, like, knowing how to spread it, is because, you know, in education, we're also leaving it behind. I feel like it's there, but you have to look for it. Yeah, you but, know, you especially know, as, a, as a kid, it's there, but you have to look for it, and then you don't really look for it, because... Cause it's your kids. parents, yeah. yeah it's not, so it's not there for them. It's yeah, not. yeah, it's not like, easy access. I mean, teaches you everything, and then the last thing they think about is art. Yeah, but that's a whole nother thing. <laughs> no, I like that you said that though, because like I, I have like some of my school teachers like on Facebook and uh, like my high school teachers, and I don't think they would ever think I would ever be making like a podcast, exactly, or doing photography or making videos or anything like that. So I just feel like maybe like certain things in because again we're from like low income areas, they need to have this in schools or like areas where hey, you can figure this out if you want to do this you can try this. Here's like different ways of doing it. Yeah. And try it out. And I feel like they, they we don't have that enough in our environment. Hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean <laughs> I, I like. For me, I've, I've seen outlets of where, like, the YMCA, mm-hmm. my school personally, there are more charter schools who have, like, opened up to, like, arts, but there are some who don't. And it's, I, I don't know the statistics at all. Like, I only know from my life, and I've seen it a lot in my life. I just never went for some opportunities, and I went for other opportunities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, it, you know, it varies based on the neighborhood, based on your income, based on... Uh, who you live with and where you live, you know? So, uh, it's a tricky subject, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alright, I'm gonna end it there. <laughs> this was great. Uh, Shout-outs to Kelvin and Mark. Well, Matt Films. Uh, let's do one each. Social media, where can people find you? Uh, I'm Instagram, Kelvin.draws. Okay, uh, my Instagram... <laughs> 
might be a little complicated, but it's the initials mad M dot A dot D underscore films. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Before we go, just I want to ask you guys, name two people who inspire you, one each, so that Ooh. way, like someone who gets you motivated, who you want to be like, or even better than them. Huh. Yeah, there's so many person. people. <laughs> yeah, one person, you can do two or one. You want to go first? Um, I mean, not, not to say I want to be like him as in anything other than his state of mind, as in like creatively, and it's Basquiat. Like, his, his way of um, like portraying everything around him in the world, and like being able to just put it on a piece of paper in seconds without hesitation, like that is pretty much where I want to take it with my art. I want to be able to just freely just express everything on a canvas and not think twice. <laughs> All right. And uh, so you said two or one? You can do two or one. Okay, so I'm going to pick two. Um, I've been listening, and Kelvin has two, to Gary V. That guy. <laughs> Shout out to Gary. Yo, can we tag him on this? <laughs> <laughs> like, honestly, a lot of uh, how I've been thinking and how, what I've been doing has been a huge inspiration out of that guy. And I want to spread what he's spreading as well. Like, I want to spread that motivation. And, like, that's what I want to do. I want to get people to start doing things. Um, and then Casey Neistat for one thing and one thing only and it's the way he just edits his videos like those edits are amazing and, and the establishing shot and the, the creative idea behind each shot as it's progressing through a story I, I want to perfect that for myself as well and I really respect that style yeah, you know, like you'll see the camera at the edge of his room, and he'll like take a book out and like, <laughs> like, and now you see him like it's behind a bookshelf, and he'll take a book out, and you'll see him. It's just so unique, and I want to get to that level of uh, uniqueness with my video. Is uniqueness a word? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> but yeah, those are the two people who inspire me to continue to do more. This episode is sponsored by Mac and Cheese. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, this is great. This is a, I'm doing this is a little different from my usual podcast, but great discussion, guys. Yeah. Nice. Right. You made it to the end and enjoyed. Don't forget to subscribe or follow to be updated when I post a new episode. If you really enjoyed the, the episode, post a screenshot of it on Instagram or on Facebook and tag me on it. Hope you guys enjoyed.